Today's episode of the podcast is proudly brought to you by Arena Australia. Arena are the very best swimming brand in the business, whether you're after the best race suits, racing training goggles, training aids, or even team gear for your clubs. Arena Australia are the way to go. If you don't believe me, just look up on the blocks at the finals of most events at either nationals or international events, and you'll see the Arena logo front and centre on the fastest swimmers' race suits. They just are the best. Head over to arenaswimming.com.au right now for all the latest sales and discounts and let them know that Off The Block Swimming Podcast sent you. Australia in four, the United States in five. Off, McKenzie at the bottom, Stubbins above her, Schlanger in six, then to the yellow lane, Henry. Green start, Newell's got into the water quickly, but so did Joyce. Bushult of Germany was away well. They'll go to the wall all together, pick that one. Bloomer at back, ahead of Manuel and Herisha Menya. What a shot, Peterson stumps her authority on another 200 breaststroke. Now Henry is starting to come out now. Henry's throwing Linden down. Linden and Henry. Henry and Linden. They hit it. Jody Henry of Australia shading. Jenny Thompson has taken the lead here. The Australians have only won this race once. It was with Dawn Fraser in 1956. Henry's moving away. She's going to win it for Australia. This has been a remarkable last leg. Jody Henry is going to bring Australia home for what will be yes! a victory. <laughs> Everyone and welcome back to the Shannon Rollison podcast for another week. I'm your host Robbie Cox, joined by the man that the podcast is named after, Mr. Shannon Rollison. Shannon, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, Robbie. Yourself? Yeah, very good. One of the coffees. We've started a bit earlier today. I was—I don't want to say I was on time because I wasn't on time again today, but I was earlier than I have been. So we're, we're starting to head in the right direction, albeit <laughs> at the end of the year. So it might have been poor timing, um, <laughs> but we got there. Uh, how's your week been? Ah, pretty good. Um, uh, had a girl, one of my girls is throwing up or something, caught something or didn't cook the chicken well enough on Monday night. Uh, so that was, that's uh, been my bugbear this week. So one of the theories going around, is it, that she didn't cook the chicken well? Well, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> Has, have you ever have you ever been off, you know? Have you ever been poisoned at home, Shannon? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. I did not long ago with a bit of ravioli or something. Just woke up in the middle of the night, vomited at 1:30 a.m. Just just oh, full on. Yeah. That's what that's what happened to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was random. It was like, you know, like when you're hung over and yeah. you're trying to go to sleep because you don't want to vomit. But then at a random time in the morning, it just wakes you up because, you know, oh, it's happening whether I want it to happen or not. Yeah. That's that's sort of what happened. And, yeah, the missus, she didn't feel very good. She felt pretty bad. That's basically it word tried to word kill me. Yeah. what I heard from. Yeah. Uh, so it could be food. It could be the yeah. food. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, my missus, that's, that's, she tried to get rid of me for the off the blocks fortune. That's how she thought she'd do it with the ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. little did she know you had iron guts oh yeah 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 i was back i was back i was ready to go <laughs> nothing holds is that me all down. you got yeah, yeah yeah actually it wasn't very good I, I wouldn't i wouldn't wish that upon people it wasn't it's was very <laughs> random um no but that's good have you you've had some visitors this week too 
Yeah, New Zealanders are in town. Mac Horton was in swimming this morning. Mac Horton's in Canberra. What's Mac Horton doing in Canberra? <laughs> uh, he's got something to do with the AOC, I, I think, or the ASC uh, with uh, young youth and, um, you know, doing something to do with the future. Yep. Not so sure. Oh, that's nice. Asking the youth, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a collaborative effort, Shannon. It's a collaborative effort. <laughs> yeah, let's just wait till they can learn how to drive. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's good. Oh, Mac would be good for that. Just, um, yeah, it's strange to hear Mac down in Canberra. He's usually up there on the Gold Coast living his best life. Yeah, yeah. So um, so it's been, a, yeah, an interesting week. We've got plenty of different sets going on and uh, so... Um, apart from our food poisoning episode on Monday, uh, everything else is hunky dory. Because I gave him the weekend off, um, and uh, um, so I was, you know, all raring to go this week. And then we got racing next week, New South Wales. And we've got a national breaststroke camp in Canberra um, with with the medley guys. Joel Fink's heading up the medley group, and. Um, that's the week leading up to Chrissy. So uh, it's a busy couple of weeks. And last weekend, well, last Thursday, I flew into Sydney and uh, uh, after training Thursday night and, and I spent some time with the Carlisle crew. Yeah, you were telling me you're a man in demand at the moment. You're, you're on all sorts of camps. It's all rocking and rolling. How was that with the with the Carlisle group? They're doing really well, by the way. I saw... Um, Junior metros, they had the the biggest junior numbers, and they did really well with their with their point scores and that sort of stuff. But why I mention that is because usually, if you're doing really well in your juniors, it's a fairly good indication that in the next say five to to seven years or so, um, that's all going to progress through and filter through to the top end as well. Not that they're not doing well at the top end, but they're certainly building in the right direction. So yeah. they're doing a good job. How was that? Yeah, like I. Uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think um, they'll be humming inside five years. Um, we had 90 swimmers Saturday morning. Uh, I had three lanes. I, I was just there purely for breaststroke. We had three lanes of breaststrokers. Uh, spotted a really good little uh, breaststroker. So I've got a group of six from the New South Wales camp. So I said to Michaela, I'm adding adding this person. So now there's seven so there's the magnificent seven. So uh, <laughs> the um, so that was good. Um, but really, uh, Friday morning I worked with the junior guys, and then Saturday uh, Friday afternoon, no Friday morning was the age groupers. Friday afternoon was the junior guys, and then I just worked with you know the so-called breaststrokers um, on Saturday morning. Uh, I did a um, about an hour and a half with with the coaches Saturday after after Saturday practice. But you know, we had lunch, we had dinner on Friday, just talk shop, which is, you know, great. And um yeah, Chris uh, and the crew, really good, really good setup, you know. Um I was really impressed. So Yeah, they're doing a great job there. I've got a quick question for you. When you say you spotted a good breaststroker, what stands out to you first? When you see a good breaststroker, what's the first thing where you go, oh, that's a good breaststroker? Because every like you could have a, a group full of breaststrokers 
Yeah. which I'm assuming you said you had, but then one really stood out. So what's that one sort of thing that catches your eye where you're like, oofed? Oh, probably just how much water they can, you know, move, you know, so get hold of and, and just, you know, you see a really good breaststroke and they just lunge forward and got that long stroke. Yeah. Um, there, there was a couple others there that could could go right down the track. Um, you know, it certainly wasn't just one, but um yeah. So that's that's what that's what I noticed with this one. You know, yeah. just had a, a booming kick. Um so uh what else? Um well you know I suppose that the, the thing you gotta look for too is is um Oh, there was one girl that surprised me. We we did a a um distance per stroke exercise. Yep. And uh it was in a 25 meter pool. It, yeah, it was set it, it was Friday afternoon, so it was with their juniors. She did two strokes for a 25. Um and I didn't think she would be the one that would get down to two. Yep. Um but prior to the um to, to that exercise i thought she had the best timing uh, um across you know the whole gr- whole group but i i didn't think um you know she didn't have like a big booming kick so i didn't think she'd shine and then mm-hmm. when you know we got down you know who did five who did four mm-hmm. anyone do three Anyone better than three? She put her hand up and then she, yeah. she backed it up, did it again. Yeah. So we, we double checked. We're right. I was going to say, get on that one. I want to see if this is two. <laughs> I was going to say, those poor kids, because we do the same thing in our groups, right? Like there's that one kid who says they did something and you're like, really? Yeah. All right, well, you better do it again. It's not very nice, is it? Like they're busted. They're up to do it. Like, nah, you better do it again. We do the same thing, double check. And then, yeah, more often than not, you're like, oh, story checks out. Well done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So um so she had really good timings. Yeah, so yeah, see someone else made a really good pull. Um, you know, reminded all the butterflies who were doing, you know, breaststroke set that um yeah, they should have the best pull. Because quite often you see good butterflies with a good good breaststroke pull. So yeah. So but um yeah, had a really good couple of days. Um got around ride, was in Putney, you know, for breakfasts. Mm-hmm grub and putney so uh <laughs> yeah it was good so you enjoyed yourself yeah uh, that's good now they're doing a good job the carlisle group and as i said the the club itself is is on the up for sure and and the coaching team are doing a phenomenal job over there um mate did you manage to see did it come across your your radar matt temples 50.25 in the hundred flight uh, yeah, I did. I, I didn't realise he was up there. I just thought breaststrokers were up there. So, um, um, and I'm not even all the way across all the breaststrokers that are there. That so um, there seems to be a few. Um, so I was sort of keeping an eye on on the breaststroke stuff. And Sam Williamson broke the Australian record, which is yeah, ten years old now. Yeah. Um, Christian Springers. So yeah. that was good. And then he he did a good. Uh, Good hundred. He, it was in the B final, but he won the B final. Um, mm. Hey, Buckingham looks like he swam pretty good up there. Uh, and I think Matilda Smith. 
um, who was formerly from Tasmania. Yep. He went 67. She dropped a second. She went 224 in the 200. That was a good swim. Yeah, that's good. So, um, but in my keeping an eye on the breaststrokers, yes, I saw a 50.2 pop up <laughs> from Matt Temple. Well done. Very good. Oh, very good. Yeah, I, it, it, it's, it's very fast. I think I said to you before we started, the only ones faster than him now are, you know, you Grosses, Phelps, Cavich, and obviously Dressel, the world record holder, but he's he's now ranked sixth of all time. So um, he's, he's almost back to, I don't know if you remember before the Olympics, I think at trials, he, he dropped a really fast time and kind of set him up. Everyone sort of thought going into the Olympics, he might be able to do something there. He I don't know, for whatever reason, it just didn't quite work out. He did well, but he didn't sort of exceed those, I guess, expectations going in. But he certainly, by this state, look at, you know, back to that sort of form. Yeah, I think he went 155 for the China fight. Um, Over there? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, That's pretty good. So I don't know if all the uh, – well, I don't think all – Kyle's oh, well, not crazy. Kyle, he was in Japan. He swam. Oh, okay. He swam a hundred. He went fifty-eight point something. Um, and he Kyle he, went fifty-eight. Yeah, oh, he just might have just been a swim through. I don't know what it was, but he he, he <laughs> have forty-eight. What did I say? Fifty-eight twice. Ah, oh, fifty. Well, I don't know. It's been a long. It's been a long year, Shannon. All right, <laughs> it's been a long year. <laughs> <laughs> 58? Jesus, Kyle, have a look at yourself. Might have been a swim through, right? <laughs> it might have been a swim through. I mean, you know, you do those three wasn't. ones to send one to three. The last one's got to be around PB plus 10. 58. There you go. Merry Christmas. 58. Um, anyway, no, 48. He went 48. Thank you, Shannon. Okay, uh, so, so Peter Bishop's got, got the crew up there, right? Eh? So. Well, I think they're back now. I saw them on a roof. Um, fixing <laughs> something, <laughs> fixing something yesterday. So I think that, I think they might be all done now. But um, no, yeah, he had him over there. Um, so no, swimming well. Yeah. So I mean, it's early on, but I mean, we still what seven, six, seven, seven months from the Olympics. So. And, what do you do uh, with that, Shannon? You would have had a few of these, like when you got a swimmer who you're obviously, you know, no doubt Matt Temple's goal is to make the team and then go to Paris and try and drop a uh, a 49 high 50 point low what do you do when someone just drops that sort of randomly out of nowhere well not random but you know what well, I mean, where you go woofed the um I think uh I don't think it'd be random I think mm. they'd probably set it up okay um and then you know he's got another six months to get ready hasn't he so um yeah, I mean, if you've got someone who's already been a 50, but he's probably been, I'm not uh, 100% on it, but I don't think he's been 50 probably since Tokyo, has he? No, I think he's hovered on 51. Yeah. So, yeah, probably, you know, thought, right, let's see what we can do, yeah. try and get back into that territory. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, head down, bum up for for the next bit and see if yeah. you can make a progression again. So um, whereas I suppose, you know, if you had someone who's, you know, quite a bit off, um, you know, swimming 52, uh, you know, I think you might have other things to work on yeah. uh, this time. Australia pretty 
you know, I was talking to Lars about this this week. Yeah, Australia's, you know, people say, oh, it's early season and stuff. I don't think to tend Australians can sort of swim fast all all the way through a season, and I'm yeah. not sure whether you know. Uh, completely know what that is but other than you know their seasons don't change too much you know so mm. um but anyway um it's good swimming so bloody earth is very fast it's good um certainly set um certainly set the tone for trials next year because uh that's basically a spot booked if he goes that again no one's i don't think anyone's yeah. getting close to 50 point so um, that that second space in the hundred fly is going to be starting to get crowded, isn't it? That second spot. Oh, it's getting crowded, <laughs> and we all know why it's going to be hotly contested and looked at. Because, mate, Cody Simpson's going to be trying to go for that spot, and everyone's going to be watching. So, yeah. what he went fifty one nine, fifty one eight. Yeah, and yeah, there's. It's quite a few Sean champions on fifty one, isn't he? And yeah, that's what I mean. So everyone's going to be, you know, gathered around. No, no disrespect to the others, but everyone's, you know, from the media perspective, it's going to be, oh, can he make it? Can he make it? Well, there's, there's, a, there's going to be a, uh, you know, six, seven other people in that final, you know, that are going to be right around that as well. So it's going to be one of the more i think talked about races of the trials next year that 100 yeah. fly for sure but what matt temple basically did with that race was just show well it's it's everyone else's chasing that second spot yeah yeah distance himself if you will um shannon we're coming up to christmas what what does uh the rollerson household do for christmas you got any traditions do you go away do you do anything do you have a Christmas Eve, we used to have one present. You could have one present on Christmas Eve. Do you have any traditions? <laughs> I just bought a new tree. Oh, did you? Hmm. Yeah. Big one? Uh, it's 180 centimetres. Okay. That's so a snow snow tree. Mm -hmm. Remind me of Europe. Okay. <laughs> the previous tree uh, is a white tree as well, yep. um, but it's just one of those stick ones. Uh, and with this, with built-in lights, yeah. And we bought that back from Edinburgh. So, uh, what's that? Six odd years now. So, uh, so it was time. Yeah, it was time. And, Is uh, it messy? Our one, we've got one that's got snow on it too. But every time you bring it out, bloody the snow things go everywhere. There's just just a bit messy. Yeah, a little bit of that happened. Yeah, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we Ava and I decorated it yesterday. So. Uh, Pretty happy with how it all turned out. But um, tradition, uh, eggnog. Oh, yeah. What like eggnog. Do so you I make it? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, food-wise tradition, like not. I'm not going back to when I was a kid or anything, but, um, you know, for the last, uh, ooh, as long as I can remember, to ducking. Do you know what okay. that is? No, what is it? Turkey and a duck. Okay. All, all sort of the ducks inside the turkey or something like that. So yeah, and it's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, it must be. You keep doing it, so I, I can't imagine you're someone who just keeps putting up with something that's no good. Yeah. Funny story <laughs> on the Tadakan. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> way back when we first moved to Canberra, so it would have been like the first Christmas or the second Christmas. 
and I bought, you know, the Weber mm-hmm. and I was still learning the Weber. And I'm a big Coles Weber fan, you know. And Elle wants me to get rid of it and go, you know, have gas. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I love the charcoal coals and all that. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm much better now. But back then I was a bit of a rookie and um, <laughs> I didn't put enough coals on. Mm. And I'd worked out that I wasn't going to be able to cook this bloody tadakan all the way through. So I thought, and Elle L would be into me. So I was trying to do it on the sly so that <laughs> no one would notice. But I had to get the tadakan sitting on the grill out of there, put more coals in, and in doing so, <laughs> the tadakan slipped <laughs> off the grill and landed in the garden. Oh. <laughs> right. You know, the only reaction from me was my eyeballs (laughs) beaming out of my head and then thinking, I hope no one saw that, at which point from the kitchen window, which looks out onto the deck area, was gone, what? (laughs) Oh, the last person I needed to see. (laughs) So that's the story that gets reruns every year, you know. Do you know what I did? I put more ch- charcoal in, um, more coals, and mm. um, just got the hose and hosed it down. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the spirit. <laughs> so I was going to say, to you, don't let it go. Yeah, just hose it off. It'll be right. Who's going to know? Who's going to know? Except for Elsbeth, who was standing there watching the whole thing. <laughs> oh, so no doubt that story will come out. That's funny. That's a for the 20th time. That's an episode in a sitcom somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's funny. What about um, tradition swimming-wise, Shannon? So obviously, uh, famously, there's the 100 100s which gets passed around every end of the year. Yeah. Which, please don't honest, do that. I've never really understood it. I mean, I had to do it with Alan Thompson, but I I've yeah. never, other than the fact of, as a coach, you telling everyone, oh, they did 100 100s today. Yeah. I don't really understand the whole 100 100s thing. Uh, but it's a good thing to do if you're trying to get rid of people. <laughs> you sort of don't want to see them in the new year. Yeah. Give them 100 100s. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a tradition. Like a lot of people do it. It's not just, you know, not just pointing out certain coaches and saying, oh, you could. There's a lot of people that do the 100 100. So, really? Are they all yeah. in Sydney? Um, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Have you got any tradition, Shannon? Have you got any Christmas or, or New Year's? I know you famously spent, was it New Year's or Christmas Eve with your, with your team up in Chandler once? Yeah, 1997. Mm. Yeah. Uh, no. 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 No, nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Other than, um, you know, seeing a couple of days. So last year, um, mo- most most of my swimming career, you know, a couple of days off and you're back in the water. Yeah. Uh, last year and the year before, you know, I gave him the 10 days off um, or whatever it is, you know, yeah. back on the second. But this year I'm, uh, I'm getting him back in the water on the 28th. 29th, we'll swim on the 30th, so. Okay. Just um, to touch the water, just to stay in it or? 
Yeah, well, we're going to go to South Australia. So um, there's oh, yeah. a Christmas group going to South Australia and that in January and and, um, and and I just thought, you know, like, you know, they're paying to go. Yeah. Um, I've got one swimmer on the flippers group that's obviously doesn't have to pay, I suppose, but um, everyone else is paying, so you put money in your pocket, don't want to waste it. So um, yeah, I thought best that we we get in and and do some do something just to like you say touch the water. Yeah, it's a funny time of year, isn't it, for as a coach because there's always so much going on. Um, you know, even from from our perspective, I know you don't really have um, any open water swimmers, but open water is nationals is always at the end of January, so um, your open water team they can't be really having ten days off. They've got to stay in it and is keep that, training. Um, is that this year? Is it in Bustleton? In- is that what was just announced the other day? Uh, just the announced the other day. I'm pretty sure was trials in Brisbane, but. Um, not that long ago, yeah, Bustleton. Really? So you were hanging out for that announcement and it was in January? Yeah. Wow. Yes. I didn't realise at the time. Yes. Yeah, I, I just thought, oh, well, it's going to be somewhere near the trials. <laughs> but because Chris Nesbitt was, um, you know, jumping up and down about the same thing. Mm. Well, what was more annoying, <clears throat> since you want to, since you mentioned it, what was more annoying was to every man and their dog, if you said, oh, like what's happening with open water, they would all say, oh, I'm hearing Bustleton, but yeah. nothing's been confirmed yet. And we'd heard that for a while. So my frustration is if we're hearing something, so it's basically confirmed, Yeah. why is it not confirmed? Yeah. Uh, I'll give you an answer for that because there's not enough anxiety in the world and they're trying to <laughs> ramp it up a bit more. Let's just uh, throw that out there so that everyone can go, will I or yep. won't I book accommodation and flights? Uh, and then they can stress about, you know, the fact that it mightn't be and is this just a bad rumour or, you know, is it any truth in it? And we can just stress everyone out, uh, everyone out for a few months. It was just, I mean, they're, they're, it's with everything that's, you know, um, even uh, age on the Gold Coast before it got announced, we kind of already knew that. Yeah. Um, Brisbane before that got announced. I mean, that's out within good time to for everyone to get their stuff together. I guess six months, but uh, or seven months now. I think it should be a year. You reckon it should be, but but why can't it be, Shannon? That's my question. Even with certain calendars, um, just all calendars, doesn't even have to be swimming in Australia, like swimming New South Wales, swimming Queensland. Why can't you plan? Yeah, book Can- stuff. Is it Canadian swimming that? I'm pretty sure it was Canadian swimming when we were in Melbourne. It was out on swim swam. You know. Their 2024 to 2028 calendar. Yeah. <laughs> well, even, but I, I think sometimes they can book um, dates, but they don't book venues. So I do think sometimes Swimming Australia put out dates, but mm. they, don't, they don't put out the venue, which, as we've discussed on here, you know, how do you expect to get the most amount of people and families and people buying into it? 
if you don't give them enough time to save or book early or get the cheaper flights, get the cheaper accommodation. Like Bustleton, that's it's a five-hour flight and a three-hour drive, and they left it till when they when when well, they left it till to tell us yeah. it's there. Um, Where is that? WA is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you fly into Perth and then you drive up up the coast a bit for yeah three for a bit. It's three-hour drive. Um, that's like <laughs> Sydney to Canberra. Well, after the five-hour flight. It's just, it's not something you're excited about. Bustleton itself is actually a really nice place. I've said that before. I, I, I enjoyed Bustleton and surrounding areas. They've got all the wineries and a bit of beer tasting and stuff as well, which I didn't mind on the day off that we had. Um, so it's a good spot, but to get there's just a, you know, such a punish. So um, I can only assume, and this isn't going off any information because I never get in, in, involved in any circles of actual knowledge, but I can only assume Shannon that they were perhaps trying to not go to Bustleton, <laughs> and uh. they were trying to hold off on saying that it was Bustleton to the last minute. Where then they're like, "Oh well, it's, we're locked in; we can't get out of this," because um, that's the only thing that makes sense. If you, because I'm assuming they would have a bit of a contract. I think that's how Swimming Australia try to do things. They're making things like a big events and. Yeah, they try to get people to bid for it and all yeah. that. So I think they would have, they've they've been signed up for this Bustleton gig for maybe more than one year. Last year maybe didn't go as well as they were hoping with with numbers and uh, and and sort of you know entries and all that sort of stuff. And uh, maybe they were trying to come to a different agreement, but uh, it didn't happen. So we go to Bustleton, which was um, yeah. As I said, I like Bustleton, but. Come on, man. Give people at least a year to know we're going to Bustleton. At least. Um, what's the what's the furthest? Have you been to any meet, say, in like Northern Territory or anywhere like that? What's what's some of the furthest you've travelled in Australia for meets? Or a swim meet? Yeah. Well, Perth, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. The big stadium. Yeah. What they call it, Challenge Stadium or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Challenge Stadium. When I was younger as a swimmer, we used to get on a bus and travel to Rockhampton. Oh, yeah. That was a bit of a trek. I was going to say, how long's that bus ride? Too long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, really, how old were you then? Let's be honest, like, there's nothing much happening in Queensland above Noosa, is there? No, I, I wouldn't imagine there's much exciting stuff going on. <laughs> Although I've, I have always wanted to go up to Townsville to go to a, um, a Cowboys game at the new stadium because it looks really good up there. I've had a few camps up in Townsville and stuff, actually. Yeah. yeah. No, I've always wanted to go up, you... go to a game, and then because they the, the footy players always talk about the nightlife after and the mad cow and a few other things. So I've always thought that would be a good weekend away. Yeah. If you're driving uh, – sorry, if you're flying – Oh, but driving in Queensland, oh, you know, it's a there's a long stretch. Is it the, that stretch before Mackay's? So, but when I was first started coaching, I used to go to um, we used to have yeah the coaching directors then were Scott Volkers and Michael Bull. Yep, and I was I would have been still swimming. At once, yeah, for one of the seasons. And then when I first, was just started coaching, 
uh, well, I, I was swimming and coaching, and then when I'd stopped swimming in 92, so probably 93 was my last year I was doing it. So, um, but we'd, you know, drive out to St. George, drive out to Roma. Um, we flew to, I remember doing it with Bowley uh, and Dean Boxall. Dean Boxall, Jenny McMahon were the swimmers. And then De- uh, Bowley and myself, so I was like the sidekick, you know. <laughs> um, and we went to, uh, not Innisfail, um, it's really, really, it's it's like the wettest place in Australia. Oh. Anyway, it's right I up. Know, I don't know Queensland well enough to, up near Cairns, did you say? Yeah. Forget Anyway, you drove there. No, nah, we flew up there. Oh, I was going to say, but, but most of them we would um, drive, you know. Yeah, and you get back at like midnight on Sunday night, you know. Oh, that, that was. Well, it's the thing hours, when you're a kid too. Um, I don't know if anybody, the listeners, um, probably people around my age or older would would resonate with this. Kids might might not be. We just drive everywhere. Oh, we're going to the Gold Coast. We'll just drive there. We're going here. We're going to drive there. We're just well, no, drive one could, no one could afford flights. Well, yeah, when I say no one, certainly my world couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, clearly my world couldn't either. Get driving, drive there, drive. Nowadays, my daughter's got a, a piggy bank saving up. We're flying to Tokyo, apparently. Oh. I didn't even know that was an option. When I was a kid, we're just in the car and we'll drive to the Gold Coast. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, five-year-olds are planning on going to Japan. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I'm not provoked by us, by the way. If anyone's sitting there going, oh, how did she know about Japan? Well, I don't know. She watches a lot of stuff. She's watched something about Japan. Oh, well, young people, people, you know, there's that whole era that had young people would have holidays overseas. Mm. Like uh, the first time I went overseas, I was on a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone else paid. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly wasn't on a family. Like, as I said, Gold Coast, that was our family trip every time. Same yeah. place, too. We didn't even change places. We go to the same hotel. We did, we our whole go- we're going to our cousins in Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. Today's episode of Off the Block Swimming Podcast is proudly brought to you by our great sponsors, DMC Fins. DMC fins are the best training fins in the business. Just have a look around in everybody's kit bag on pool deck, and there's a pair of DMC fins in there. Swimmers, surfers, they're all using DMC fins as their choice of aquatic propulsion. Even superstar Cody Simpson is using DMC fins to help with his training towards Paris 2024. Head over to dmcfins.com.au right now for all the latest deals and discounts on fins as well as hand paddles and other training aids and use the promotion code off the blocks for a 10% discount at checkout. Hey, um, have you heard any more about the, the hub, the, the Sutherland hub? Is there, what's, what's happening with that? Uh, it's supposed to be um, advertised like might come out tomorrow if it's not out today. Oh, okay. Certainly they want it out this week. Little birdie, I I might be on the panel. Oh, yeah? Mm. So I guess, yeah, you now know that I'm not getting the job. (laughs) Put those rumours to, I was trying to stoke that fire last time when we were talking about it. I mean, you were just very cagey about it, Shannon. So I just, you know, I thought I was just starting to connect the dots. 
Shannon's <laughs> getting cagey. Um, no, that um, not great timing in terms of we're coming up to Christmas. I can't imagine people are excited about change right now uh, in terms of jumping out of a job into a job. But oh, well, you know. You never know. You never know. New, year, New Year's resolution. Yeah, that's right. Going to the New Year, fresh job. True, true. Um, actually, you reminded me when you said that about something. How often do you look at sports people? Never. Yeah, yeah. Same with me. Never. How many people do you know that tell you, oh, did you see that job on sports? Oh, did you see that job at uh, wherever it's come up? Did you? A hell of a lot. Yeah. And <laughs> my question to these people <clears throat> is always, and I've had staff do this, <laughs> are you not happy in your job? What are you, <laughs> what are you looking on sports people for? The reason I've never looked on sports people is because, well, A, I'm always pretty happy where I am, and B, generally speaking these days, if um, – if I'm after a job, I sort of already know it's there before it's there, if that makes sense. Without sports people, I don't need sports mm -hmm. people to guide me. But I've never looked at sports people in terms of that. I put an ad on there for our own thing, but yeah. for our own jobs, but I just don't get it. Like what <laughs> for what other reason would you be on? It's like not having any money in your bank and not, you know, but looking for houses. My wife does that a lot. Look at this house. You reckon what do you oh, think do about that? that? Do you? What for? <laughs> you got to know the market. Uh, but what are we doing with it? What are you going to do with this information? We can't do anything. It's fair enough if you've got money there or you've got investments that you can go on and go, all right, let's activate this and let's, let's act upon, you know, let's do this. But <clears throat> if we're not in any position to do any of it, yeah, all right, it's a good house. Oh, is that all you're giving me? What more do you want from me? What do you want me to say? Yeah, it's a, I like that house. Let's get it. Can we get it? No, we can't. Okay, well, the conversation's ended. <laughs> oh, just anyway, back to the yeah, no doubt, My wife listens to this podcast now because I mentioned it once, so I'll, I'll back okay. off. I'll back off you. Sorry, mate. Well, um, no doubt I've missed a few jobs in my, in my career. Um, for not paying attention. Yeah, for not paying attention. So, mm. but, uh, yeah, it's just something I, yeah, I, I just, I'm too busy, you know, doing yeah. other things, I suppose. Oh, there's a lot of there's just those sort of people out there that just are always looking. There is they're a always, lot, though, isn't it? Like, they're always like, looking. No doubt, next week it'll come up. People will be saying, "Oh, did you see that job?" Or, yeah, there yeah. They're always looking, and you know these sort of people in life too, Shannon. We're going really off topic now, but now my wheels are moving. These sort of people. So they've been in their job for probably five, six years. Uh, I think it's coming to an end. Yeah, so there's a few jobs coming up. I think we're gonna. I think we're going to move on. Yeah, I think it's time. I think it's time. There's a new job here. There's something's coming up. Next minute, they're still there. Next minute, they're still rocking and rolling. Two, three years later, they're still peddling the same conversation. They're always telling you they're leaving, but they never go anywhere. Oh, yeah, that's just, uh, yeah, they're just <laughs> pumping up their own tyres. <laughs> this is. I know a few people who do that. Yeah. And some of these people end up in their job for 10 years. <laughs> and the whole time they're telling you, oh, yeah, no, nah, nah, I've had enough. I've had enough. I'm out of here. I'm not <laughs> doing this anymore. And then they're still there. I think, what, what are you doing? Jump. 
Jump. If you, if you, want, if you jump or not, jump, jump. Stop telling everyone you're doing it. Just go. Those, I don't know. I just don't click with that sort of way of thinking. If I'm out, I'm out. You're not stopping me. I'm out the door. <laughs> you know, it's not coming. I'm not coming back. <laughs> I don't mean you seem like the same sort of person. If you're out, you're that's it. You're done. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yep. Yeah. I heard a good one this week. Oh yeah. Bacon and eggs. What? Lars <laughs> brought it up. I hadn't heard it. I, I think Ken Woods used to say it a bit. You know. It'd be oh, it'd be a long time since I heard it. Anyway, he's like, it's like bacon and eggs. Are you the chicken or the pig? The chicken's involved, but the pig's committed. <laughs> you haven't heard that one before? No, and I'm glad there was a payoff to it because I had no idea what the fuck you were talking about when you, we went from there to to bacon and eggs. But yes, oh, okay, yeah, no, no, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it makes it. That's been this week's sort of thing. Mm. Are you just turning up, or are, mm. are you committed? Are you committed? To be fair to the poor pigs, I don't know exactly if they have a choice in their commitment. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're trotting up to, to ready. All right, so I'm ready to go. Uh, um, oh, that's but, funny. That's funny. It's a good one. <laughs> It is. It is. Um, now, uh, we do have a couple of things that because obviously this is going to be our last podcast for the year. I know everyone's quite sad about it because um, <laughs> we've got, um, yeah, obviously New South Wales State Age coming up next week and then Shannon's got his uh, camps the week after. And There's a plethora of entries, isn't there? Have you seen it? No. Nah. They've had to change. So I, I go in on pool deck yesterday and, and people are saying, oh, the 50 fly's been moved and the breaststroke's after the 1500. Um, fly's now at the beginning of the meet. Oh, okay. Mm. They changed the whole program. Well, it's still on the same day. It's just wow. it's been shifted like t- 10 events. So, so when you um, say there's a lot of entries, can I assume there are a lot of entries for the 50s and 100s? Yeah, I think for the 50s, mm. is it like 170 swimmers or something like that mm. in one event? <laughs> Just so stupid. So Sprint Revolution they talk about, Shannon. It's happening. It's happening. <clears throat> uh, Doesn't make sense. Why? <laughs> why? So this is my way of thinking, right? And, and I'm sure there's a lot of other coaches out there that, that do think this way too. So we've got a 12-year-old girl, uh, actually 13, 13-year-old girl. She made the 800 and the 1500. She made the 50 and the 100 and the 200. Anyway, in the 1500, there's only seven entries. So she's straight into a final versus mm-hmm. her 53, where she's one of 170 and she might have got a 0.03 PB. Like it just doesn't. Oh, I told you, the 50 is way tougher event. Well, I know. Well, to to be uh, well, it is though. To be to improve, it is, isn't it? You got to have a better start than you did last time. A better underwater, a better finish, a better, or maybe you grew. Fingers crossed. You know, we've like, but I just yeah, maybe we're going to make those times a bit tougher. Although for money and entries, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see next week. Hey, like, oh, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know how many more more years I'll be doing this meet if it's going to go like that. So, <laughs> although uh, you know, most of my guys are seniors now. Yeah. So, um, but your your got your older guys are towards the end of the week. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you a fan of, Shannon? Would you rather it be at the beginning of the week or well, all week probably, together? Like, you know, it's it's designed so people can race in Queensland and in New South Wales, yeah. but how many people are doing that? Yeah. Adam Cable's squad, that's it. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, I'm going to be in Sydney on the weekend. Uh, what do my swimmers do? Breaststrokers. They don't start racing on Wednesday. What are they doing? They're not going to come to Sydney for four days accommodation. Yeah, it's, it's just nuts. No, nope, it's not working for you, this one. No, nah, not happy. I'm arriving at the meet, not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> um, when are you up anyway? Saturday. No, no, I couldn't get accommodation. Mm. You know why? Sunday. You know why? No. Because Foo Fighters are on and I'm oh, going. That'd be right. And I'm going. Foo Fighters are on Saturday night. So Yeah. I couldn't get any accommodation on Saturday. So um Ava uh is not in the turn that I am, so mm. which will be, you know, good for some. Yeah. I'm excited about the Foo Fighters. I'm not excited that a long week starts with a late night. I would have rather have a good night's sleep and be up ready for the for the Sunday morning and a big week to go, but it'll be good anyway. Do you like the Foo Fighters? Yeah. I haven't got any of their, their songs, but I don't mind them, but um, I'm not willing to pay $2. You're not... <laughs> $2.19 to be exact. $2.19 on the, the old Apple. I the added iTunes. to Midnight Oil during the week. Yeah. Do you know, do you pay for them? Yes. Yeah, so do I. Do you know how many people tell me I'm so yeah, stupid? Everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah me yeah. too. <laughs> oh, well, the worst is, the worst is I do get annoyed about this. I've paid for them. They're on my phone. But if we lose, so if we're driving through a place with bad reception and stuff, hmm. certain songs don't play anymore because hmm. I don't know. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which annoys me because I feel like I've paid two dollars nineteen. It's my song now. Why do I have to wait for internet? But anyway, yes, we're very similar, Shannon. That's funny. Yeah, I get in trouble. I get in trouble for that a lot. And then, and then, my wife, my lovely wife, my darling wife, one day went through how many songs I had, and then times that by two dollars nineteen. I did that the other day. Yeah, she wasn't happy. She was yeah, not but happy. It still works out cheaper. Like I started <laughs> doing this six years ago. Well, that's yeah. It's kind of the angle I took on it too. I said, "Oh, well, I didn't buy them all yesterday. No, yeah, it's been it's a catalogue. It's been built up over time." Um, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, all right, so let's close out with this because we're going to have to wrap this stuff up soon. We're going to finish with two questions to you, Mister Shannon. So the first question is: What are your top three races for twenty twenty three? Women's 400 at Worlds. Yes. Women's yeah. 200 freestyle at Worlds. Yep. So Ariane, world record. Molly O'Callaghan. 
gold. And men's China breaststroke. Actually, Molly broke the world record in the 200. Yeah. Yep. Yes, she did. And men's what? China breaststroke. Oh, yeah. Okay. Chin. Mm. What a beast he was at that meet. Yeah, all three. Well, I think the most impressive part about that 200 was just, yeah, how he swam it. So, <clears throat> um, yeah. yeah, I just thought that, um, well, one, it was a little bit of a surprise. Mm. Um, great execution, great technique. Um, yeah, Zach lost, but it wasn't like he swam terrible, you know. He's, no, I think he's, he was on his best time. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, and there's probably a couple of others, but yeah, they they were the they were the ones. I, I just thought the build up for the 400 women. Yeah, we talked about it. Lots of people talked about it. Um, it mightn't have been quite as close as as what we thought, but it was um, world record. Um, four swimmers, one missed. Probably wasn't the one everyone thought would miss. Um, it, yeah, had everything. Um, Ledecky still swam well. Yeah, yeah she's always there. She's yeah. always there. She's not going away. So that's the good thing about Katie Ledecky, especially in those, um, let's say, you know, not as distant events. 400 it's still a fair way, but um, she's always there. you got to beat her. She's yeah. not beating herself. Yeah. She's not, she doesn't really put in those bad performances. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right, good. Good. Hmm. Well, I, I like the 200 free. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of that. I'm also a fan of how, like, just that last 50 of how fast she went. Um, I think we Molly. did the well, – Molly, yeah, yeah. And I, I think um, if I remember correctly, uh, you know, her last 50 was faster than – David Popovich's last 50. So just things <laughs> like that. It was. It was. Yeah. Um, that's a stat. That's not Robbie just throwing something out there. It's um, But like, but that was crazy to me because, you know, that just shows how fast she was going, her underwater skills. I thought Kaylee, anything Kaylee did um, this year was, was really good, was really yeah. special. Um, and she just continues to do it. So it's not really a race, but it's just her in general, everything yeah. she's done. Um, she continues to dominate a whole event is, is crazy. Um, and maybe the, I'm going to say maybe the men's 1500 at Worlds that came down to a touch. Yeah. With Ahmed Hafnawi, um, Bobby Fink. Um, I know Sam wasn't involved in the finish there. He was, he won the gold in the 400 and, yeah. uh, he'll be building the 15. I know he loves the 15, so he, he certainly won't take that line down. He'll want to be there next year. But, um, for the, I mean, for the 1500 to finish closer than the men's 50 did with yeah. Cam McAvoy, just blowing uh -huh. everyone away. That's pretty crazy. So, yeah. um, as I said, you know, the 1500, typically that's the one where you change the channel and, uh, but, you know, they, oh, we'll be back after a break and they go to a commercial break. And, but you, you know, if you turned off that one. Yeah. It's funny that eh? like, a, something. a good 1500 is, well, it's, it is hard to beat, but, you know, thinking back to, um, 
you know, Kieran and Hoffman and mm. um, who else? Well, even Kieran and Hacky. We talked about that the other last time, didn't we? Yeah, thousand. So yeah. And Dan Kowalski when he was in there yeah. firing and um but yeah, no, no, those those were probably mine. Now the last one I'm gonna finish with, what what are the top three races we're looking forward to next year? Now, it doesn't actually have to be at the Olympics because oh. there is a trials. Oh. So that's gonna be and I've keep, as I keep telling people, and I have no affiliation with Channel Nine or any bloody place that makes money out of this, it's gonna be a very, very, very exciting trials to watch. Is it going to be is, live? Hey, is it going to be live? I would imagine it's an it's an Olympic trials. This on is going to be this will be pretty big. Or is it going to be on Gem? Oh, in, well, in June. See, this is hard because it's footy season. Mm. So, I think in during the week. the week during the week it'll be probably on nine. Yeah, but who knows? I don't know what deals they do behind the scenes, Shannon. But it should be. It's an Olympic year it's an olympic trials it's going to be massive i dare say there's going to be some i don't want to predict world records but i reckon some people are going to have to go pretty quick yeah so um what do you got what's your top three for next year hmm. uh the olympics women's hundred free um Oh, it's hard to go past women's 400 again. Oh, because that'll be closer. You would think, eh? I think so. If, if you remember, I've predicted this. All I right. predicted Ariane would win at world boring, champs. Hey? I'm going to be quite boring. Yeah, go on in. <laughs> women's 100, 200, and 400 free. All right. <clears throat> So There's what is the ones that I'll be interested in, but um, yeah. obviously, you know, I'll be interested in the breaststrokes. But I just, it's just hard to go past those three. You know, when you, you know, I, I think nothing to do with time, just everything to do with the race, like mm. we've been talking about. Just the build up, the stories. What about the men's hundred free? No. Yeah, in all, you know, yeah, it's just more than one person that can win. I mean. You know, you could maybe argue that Ariane's, you know, almost made herself the clear favourite, but, yeah. At, at the Olympics? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I predict Summer McIntosh yeah, is going to be. lose a second in a 400, they can count it, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but, think it's going to be a lot closer. Yeah. Um, no, those are still good ones. I, yeah. don't, I don't think I can really yeah. argue. I mean, the, the men's, I'm interested to see, just because I'm a fan of breaststroke, the men's 100 breaststroke and Adam Peaty coming back, is he yeah. going to get back to his best? And what does that look like against Chin? Um, men's 100 free will be good. You know? Men's 100 free, Dressel's back swimming decent now and he, he'll be ready to go and you've got Kyle going you know, one more time and then you've got Popovici who's obviously the world record holder and he probably hasn't fired on the big, like when everyone's around him as much as yeah. he'd probably like because um, that's the true test. Um, yeah. And then you've got the Chinese lad who went 46 after Worlds. Yeah. You know? What was his name? 
Don't you know. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you didn't know. I just wanted to, I just wanted to ask. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. Oh, look, there's going to be some. And that's why I say, even the we, we talk about the women's 100 free, even at trials, that's a massive race because there's so much on the line, not just individual spots, but relay spots. And, yeah. you know, you know, girls going for their last Olympics or, you know, girls yeah. trying to go for their first Olympics. Um, and then you've got the ones who, you know, uh, are already probably been there for a while and, and they're probably in the hot seat, but it doesn't make it a foregone conclusion. So, um, yeah, there's just going to be some good racing coming up. Um, yeah, maybe the 100 breaststroke, just because just I'm a breaststroke fan for the boys. Um, yeah, I think the 200 freestyle, the women's two, I think yeah. that'll be closer next year as well. And, and I, I think we might see a new winner. Think we might see a new winner, but I don't want to. I don't want to predict anything. Um, and yeah, maybe the fifteen hundred again, just because I th I don't think it's going to be any less exciting. I think it's only yeah. going to get more. I think there'll be a couple of more people in it. So, in terms of contention by the end, so I think the finish is going to come down to like four people, you know, throw a blanket over them, which is pretty yeah. crazy to think for for fifteen hundred. But hey. Um, talking about the world and swimming and stuff, <laughs> I couldn't remember, but, buddy, European Shore Course is on. Oh, now? Yeah. And um, in 2013, it was European Shore Course was held in Denmark. Oh, yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, I can't believe I forgot that, but, um, yeah, it's on at the moment. The Where's French that? girl won the 53, 23.77. Okay. And she she'd be an older girl too. So yeah, you know, Jaco is gonna, you know, weave his magic. We'll see what the French can deliver on home soil. I think well, they'll have a good mate. Yeah, well, I mean, I remember not long ago I asked you if I was gonna go coach somewhere else, if if the world was my oyster and mm. wherever I put my application, they took me, which isn't what's gonna happen. So <laughs> but uh, I like to use myself as the example. Um where would I go? And I think you you landed on in terms of progression and the next few years projection, um, mm. France. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, nah. They've got a bed bug problem, but apart from that, it'll a be a bed good. bug problem. Well, you haven't heard? No. Ain't they're on trains. Why would I hear? It's all, it was all on the, it was it's sort of I heard it about two, three weeks before it got main media, but then yep. it, it was on main media of the morning. Yeah, okay. they've got, definitely got a problem. Um, and it's funny, I did a camp in, in France in 2008 yep. um, leading into the Man, the Mare Nostrum tour and um, the camp was in Cannes and Alice Mills got bitten by bed bugs overnight. And, oh, man, looked like she had the measles, mumps. <sighs> Oh. And that was in France. How do you get rid of them? Can't you just put those uh, insect bombs? Don't they have yeah, those? They're, they're every, uh, you know what it's like. These days, everything's watered down. Yeah, true. Can't hurt anything, you know. So we do in the house. If there's some bit of fleas or something going on, you just go out for the day. You just set those bombs off. Yeah. But this is, this is a problem in Paris, as in... It's everywhere. It's, it's in everywhere. Oh, that's pretty bad. Um, wow. You don't want that leading up to an Olympic game. So they better get a hold of that. 
Yeah, yeah. So apart from that, it should be good. <laughs> apart from not being able to sleep and everyone coming out looking like they've been attacked. Um, <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, well, I think we'll wrap it up here, Mr. Shannon, um, and I want to um, take this opportunity to all the listeners out there to say thank you very much for, for sticking with us in 2023. Um, it, it's been fun. I, I definitely enjoy sitting here having a chat with Shannon. Uh, once a week we try to, but we're pretty busy at times, so sometimes we skip a week or whatever, But uh, and every now and then we have a break, which I don't think is a bad thing because people don't want to listen to us every single week. Uh, <laughs> and if you do, you know, go see someone because not even <laughs> our wives want to listen to us that much, so maybe go get that checked out. Um, but, uh, you know, sticking with us, um, it's been fun. I think we've we've just missed... The 50th episode, so we'll have to we'll start big in 2024. We'll have to start big, Shannon. 2024, start with the 50th. We'll have to give that some thought. Yeah, we'll have a party because the 50th people, someone's 50th should be a big party. Do you watch so, a, a podcast? Do you follow a podcast or anything? What do you mean? Like Saturday mornings, I listen to a podcast. Oh yeah, what do you listen uh, to? Yeah, I didn't um, last Saturday because I was at Carlisle, but I've still got it on my phone. I still want to listen to it. Yeah. So, yes, I listen to Collecting Cars. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you love those things. Um, No, I listen to a few. Nothing to do with swimming. So um, just because just I like to have my time away from swimming, really get away from swimming. But I, I usually listen to something about wrestling because I like wrestling or I like Joe Rogan. Um, yeah. I like, there's a few comedians I like listening to, yeah. um, two bears, one cave. If anyone knows that, um, that's funny. Um, there's a few rugby league ones I like listening to as well. Phil Gould's podcast when rugby league's on, I like listening to that. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. listen to radio as much as I used to. So no, I'm more yeah. of a podcast. Yeah. Well, um, last week was episode 43 mm. and I remember when they got to like, 39 they were like oh episode 40 next week can you believe we've done 40 and i'm thinking yeah. god we can't we're getting close to 50. yeah 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 i, we're can't, one I actually can't believe that we're one away from 50 and um yeah no it's nuts it's crazy even for me thinking with off the blocks if i went back and looked at how many i've done combined with your podcast combined with off the blocks combined with other things we've done so i'm thinking i'm tipping it's up near 300 or something so Really? It's a lot of talking, Shannon. No wonder why my voice is always <laughs> <laughs> shot because I just don't shut my mouth. Uh, there's, there's always something more to talk about. No, so we'll we'll try and kick off 2024 um, with a big 50 celebration. Um, we've had some good guests on. We've had some great guests on. We've had some good conversations. And I think what I'm more proud about with this one, Shannon, too, is a lot of the times it sparked conversation around pool deck. Um, people coming up to me and saying, oh, you know, well, when you said that, this made me think of this or uh, we were thinking this as well or if you've thrown in a f- couple of controversial topics, that's also got a few tongues wagging, which I quite liked um, just to get conversation started. So yeah. um, if for nothing else, it's, it's making people think about stuff. I, I really enjoy that. makes me think every time I sit with Shannon, I, I'm very fortunate that I get to sit here and I get that front row seat. So I'm always taking notes and writing things. And so thank you to all the listeners um, that, again, as I said, continue to support and listen to the podcast. 
Um, we've got a lot more to come, certainly leading up to the Olympics. Um, it's going to be really exciting each week, I think, to, to jump on and have a chat about what's coming up. Because at the end of the day, we're swimming fans. That's why you guys are listening as well, because we're swimming fans. Um, so it's going to be an exciting year to come, uh, which we're, we're really excited about. So thank you very much. Have a great Christmas to everyone. Have a good holiday. Stay safe. Um, if you're going away, hopefully you go and enjoy yourself and have great weather. Nothing ruins a week away, Shannon, more than shit weather, eh? You've waited the whole year for a week away and you're like, here we go. Get the sunblock, get the this, get the that. And then you turn up and then it's just rain all week. Nothing ruins the mood more than that. So hopefully uh, it, it's good weather for everyone. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, in, enjoy. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And we'll see you all in the new year. Yeah, you too, Robbie. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, have a safe Christmas. Enjoy the eggnog and uh, don't eat too much chocolate. <laughs> I feel like that was specific to me, that last line. Thanks, mate. Me. <laughs> Today's episode of Off the Block Swimming Podcast is proudly brought to you, as always, by Pro Swim Workouts. Nico and the team at Pro Swim Workouts have been supporters of the podcast from day one and continue to support the show and the coaching community more broadly with their platform, proswimworkouts.com. Head over to the website right now and become a member to receive all the exclusive content, whether it's programming, in and out of the water, thought-provoking articles, or even just sharing of ideas. It is a one-stop shop. And for all those just looking to browse, head over to proswimworkouts.com to find free workouts, podcast tips, jobs available, and so much more. So what are you waiting for? I'll say it one more time. Head over to proswimworkouts.com right now and let Nico know that Off The Block sent you.